it seems like we have a lot of the same thoughts. It's just like things bother you more than they bother me. Which That's just kind of where we're at a crossroads. <laughs> I have a tendency to have strong reactions immediately after screenings and then they kind of taper off over time. Like they level out. I tend to really lean towards the positive most times. So I get that. That's because you're an inherently positive person and I'm an inherently cynical person. That's probably true. <laughs> um, oh, but speaking of Carter and Danielle, though, tell me you did not bust out laughing during the music cue when they kiss for the first time and Tree sees them. Oh, I do remember, <laughs> but I can't remember what the musical cue was. It's now. like this really intense opera music. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Isn't that the Omen music? No. <laughs> but Omen does have, like, opera music. But no, it's, it's, um, oh, fuck. It's almost like the music that starts the Duel of the Fates from Star Wars Episode One, but it's not. Uh, yes. It's like a famous piece of music that I've totally heard before. I think it's probably public domain. You know, anyone can use it for whatever. It's, it's one of those, but it's so funny. Okay, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about the comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, to be honest, that is what the film is selling, and I think it's what it sells really well. Yeah, that's good. We'll flip-flop. So we'll go from the negative of, you know, the Carter shit, positive of the comedy, and then we'll move into something negative after this. <laughs> okay. All right, so did the comedy work for you in this movie? Did most of it work for you? Oh, yeah. I'm so 100% on board with Jessica Roth. I mean, I was after the first film, but even just, like, her reaction when she discovers that she's in the loop and she's flipping out and, like, screaming into the pillow and yelling at people as they're storming out to the lab. I was dying. I thought it was so funny. That whole sequence where she wakes up on Monday the 18th again and she she has this facial expression the whole time. I mean, I could just stare. I want that to be my, my, my desktop on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs up to Tim and she's like, you're gay! Ugh, it's so... I mean, the whole sequence. That was teased a lot in the trailer. And that moment is I was like, if the whole movie is this, I'm good. Like, I will be satisfied with this movie. And that kind of is what the whole movie is. It's just her being fed up and out over it the whole time. And especially when she's watching Carter and Danielle kiss while she's drinking that Slurpee or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. And then I love that that dovetails into... The montage. Another great montage. (laughs) Like, honestly, I feel like... Christopher Landon, you know you do montage as well. Like, give us at least two or maybe even three in a movie because they're so good. 100%. And the music choice was not my favorite. Um, I, I think the Demi Lovato's confidence works better in the first movie. However, the actual montage, I preferred in this one. Before we get to the ending, do you have anything else to say about the slasher elements? (laughs) Did the two, like, suspenseful sequences, and I'm referring to the opening with Ryan and then the derelict hospital floor in the beginning. Also, yeah, they're both in the first act. Uh, Yep. Did you find them scary at all? Oh, God, no. Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) I mean, it's just, it's too PG, right? Like, I don't want to say that in a sense that PG can't be scary, but in this case, it was just... Like, there was nothing new or fresh to either of these sequences. I was like, this feels like every slasher film we've ever seen. I liked the setting of the the derelict hospital floor. Because as soon as I got out, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Why does the hospital floor look like this? this is the, it's also the fifth floor. It's like it's not even like it's the top floor. 
and it's completely empty and there's no signage and like this hospital has one employee and it's that woman who's reading her book the whole time at the reception desk yes i was actually desperately trying to see if you could read what the cover was because i was like (laughs) there's got to be some kind of jokey thing in there right like a time travel romance or and you sent me the trailer uh, one trailer for this movie before we started this and you are right the trailer does pretty much show every scene that has Babyface in it, but eh, doesn't bother me. Yeah, it feels like a trailer for the sequel that people are maybe anticipating. I mean, I can't imagine what the trailer would look like for the film that you're actually getting. Yeah, I think if honestly, that's that's what people will have more problems with as opposed to the goofiness. Because the people that commented on your review were even like, but the first one was more of a comedy. So yeah. I don't think that the comedy aspects are going to turn people off. Granted, this movie leans harder into that comedy than the first one did, but yes. it's not like it becomes a scary movie. No, I think if people can just let go of the preconceptions and just watch the film, then they'll be okay with it. Yeah. It's not like the most mind-blowing film ever. No. It's just so much The fun. problem is, is that it's just not a horror film. At the no. end of the day, like, this is not a horror movie. I mean, you could make the case that we wouldn't, but we don't need to cover this in Bloody Disgusting. But it does have a slasher in it, so. Yeah. It's very odd in this sense. Like, I'm trying to think of another film that has pulled anything remotely close to this, and I can't think of anything. (laughs) 